let's get going here as we just make sure we got the feed engaged. Okay. Are you with us, Internet? We hope you are. Uh, as we just have a, a bit of a countdown. Okay. Oh, there goes the clock. So we are live here on Facebook and YouTube. It is Monday, October 19th, 2020. It is the beginning of week 11 in the Big Brother USA 22 house. We are here on Super Mater Brothers podcasting, covering all of this season. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my co host, Jumiel Robinson, and probably brother Jeff Mater to cover this all. Um, and yeah, as we said, this is the beginning of the of week 11. This is the final four. The final four. What? All stars. Like, this is what big brother dreams are made of. Like, this was great. But um, I, 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 uh, first of all, Jamil and Jeff, how, Jamil, how are you doing? I'm okay. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Not a and coronavirus, Jeff? though, because you shouldn't joke about that. No, it's not a laughing matter it's, or a coffee matter. Um, Jeff, mm-hmm. um, how are you doing? Good. Good. Um, uh, were you inspired by tonight's episode? Inspired? No. No. Entertained? Barely. Jeff, uh, did you feel that this um, was? Do you feel like these four contestants know that they are in the final four? Because I was left with so many questions tonight. I have questions for you and Jamil to, to tackle, including why, why is is it, why does Nicole feel this need to tell us why she is against Enzo now and the fact that they're calling him out that he's playing for himself and not for them. I, <laughs> why are they, what are they, why are they, why is this the, what I'm hearing in the diary room? Why are they, why am I, is my life getting filled up with these, these sessions, Jeff? They want to discredit him because they don't want the jury to like him. So they want to find a way to be like, Oh, he's, He's like backstabby or he's whatever, right? Like whatever they can do to make him look kind of bad. Because if he Jeff. does win the final HOH, they want to make sure they could beat whoever he takes. They could beat that person but can beat him. They, they know it's the final. They're in the final four. The final. They, there's only four left. But it was really the final three because they knew Christmas was the the odd person out, right? So it was really like they once Memphis went home, the final three was solidified. All right, then, then, then follow-up question, Jamil, is if, okay, I, I accept Jeff's uh, explanation here, so then why is Enzo working to just win it for himself? If he, if you know, what is he dumb to alienate Nicole and Cody here when they see it as, like, it's obviously Christmas. So, come on, Enzo, what are you doing? It doesn't matter if Cody wins the HOH or Enzo wins the HOH. Or is this a false bill of goods they're selling us? So here's the um, They think that Enzo is this mastermind, which he's not. And um, Enzo is somehow plotting against them, which he's not. And, <laughs> and they somehow, when I say plotting against them, like Nicole is pretty that that aspect is pretty self-evident he's loyal to cody he he's gonna take cody he's gonna if he somehow wins final hoh he's gonna take cody right yeah. and then he realizes that nicole isn't gonna take him and chances are cody's good enough to beat him and christmas is dumb enough to take him so he that's the only aspect of it is he playing for himself well He's playing for himself in the sense that he's in the game and only one person can win and someone has to take him to the end for him to win. Um, But everyone has a fighting chance. Look, what I don't understand, and Dave, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Can the HOH vote in this final four uh, uh, eviction ceremony? No. No, I know that Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. So, is it not just glorified um, immunity that HOH is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. 
so the only sour grapes that one could have is that he just is able to put people on the block, which doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, Correct. Even so okay. at the end of the episode, really. So do you want Enzo making decisions for you, Cody? Nicole? I, I would figure that you would not want Enzo to make a decision because it would screw you over, right? Because the dude is not like he's not right. So what's what? What? What why they are what are they doing? I I, I I what? have a thought. I have what? a okay. Your 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 series of questions, and you're pointing out some of the absurdities of the logic of of the of the overall game. But every everything you were speaking to specifically reminded me of Christmas. And okay, what Jeff was going on with Christmas? Because yes, she's odd duck out here because they don't want her in the final three or uh, the the other three, not that don't include her. And um, but she doesn't seem to get it. She doesn't seem to understand that she's on the outs is this what what is wrong with christmas what this whole <laughs> this whole series of conversations she's having with cody and cody playing her on and having her little dance and is she not quite aware self-aware is that just what this is christmas is used to getting what she wants and when she doesn't it's like it, she could either like go like I think kind of like crazy town on you or it'll be more like civility town. So you hope to get the civility, but every now and then I think you're going to get a crazy Christmas bomb. If you like tell her she's going home or anything like that, we're targeting you. You know, like imagine tiptoeing around her in the, in the house all the time. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, but is okay. So she's used to giving what she wants, but, and she's kind of, one of those like energy vampires, if you will, that you know people, especially as the as the numbers are dwindling in that house, uh, people are you know can't help but have to be cornered and have conversations with her. And uh, maybe Nicole can enjoy that maybe a little bit more, but Cody's kind of over it maybe at this point. But he's still playing along. Jamil, what is is Cody just is he smart here? But he's ultimately on making himself more and more less likely to win America's favorite player. Because he, he was never going to win America's favorite player. I know. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with with Christmas. Christmas, like a lot of them, um, like thrive on attention. And with only four people in the house, there's less attention to go around. So when she's hanging out, she can't just be right. If she's there, she wants to talk to a duck. She's talking to the feeds. She'll find time to talk to Nicole or she'll cry because there's something to do and she knows the feeds will would appreciate her crying. <laughs> but when, no, I'm like less it's it's something to watch, right? It's something to watch. So with Cody there, she went into that conversation play, claim his day with an agenda and that was agenda is like I'm going to do my dance. How am I going to get there? And Cody had to set up the T-ball set, had to put that ball on that T-ball set, had to play the game and put his glove up to pretend that he's going to catch it. Christmas took a whack at it, took a couple of swings, though. It's it kind of sad, though. Like, if she was so geared to do it and you couldn't, you couldn't remember the dance, maybe you should have spent the time in silence thinking about what the dance was and then do the dance. And she kept missing the bolt. And then eventually she tipped it over. And Cody was like, oh, no, you hit the ball. I got to get you out. And he pretended to scramble and let the ball fidget out of his hands while Christmas did a slow strut around the bases to do the inside the park home run to make her feel better. This all happened in the episode? Metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically speaking. Okay, I was like, I don't quite remember this part of the... Uh, of the, of the it was just very <laughs> sad. Okay, it was very sad. And, but, that being said, look at the people that are in the house. I'm pretty sure that Cody does the exact same thing, where he goes into a conversation, fishing for it to go in a certain direction, so that he can do something or say something stupid. Um, Nicole, gosh, that's like, she's like, she stole my move. 
Um, although Enzo is so clueless that he might just miss all the social cues. So when you really work on Enzo. Looking okay. go. Game freaking on. Game freaking on. Here we go. Um, do you okay, do you what story do you think production, Jeff? Or what, what what's the story production is trying to sell us tonight and over this season? That Cody and Nicole, this great duo, and I guess Enzo, depending on how things maybe play out here, they were yeah. Um, they were loyal to each other. They played the house. They were the greatest of all times, especially is, you know, are, is that the story they're selling us? I think he's, they're going to like pitch it. Like does Cody stay with his ride or die and Nicole, or does he stick with the Jersey boys and Enzo find out on big brother? You know, I'm more and more convinced that it, it, he is loyal, more loyal to Nicole. That's what this episode really sold to me tonight. But um, that 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 now he's just. This is why I don't like Enzo anymore. This is why you know. This is what he did to slight me. Um, that but do you think the audience, other than us, who clearly don't buy it? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you, like she went on the she went on the block. She's like, I have no worry about being on the block. Do you think that the <laughs> casual audience does? Except that this that this is a good game. We have st- strategy going on here, and even we love if, Cody. If you look at things at face value, or is this just like a propaganda of Cody and Nicole and all that? Here's here's the thing: the casuals like Cody. They think that Cody played the best game. So when Cody wins, therefore he can't win America's favorite player, and Chanel won't win. Now we'll they're, not gonna, they're not going to give it to Enzo. Like, all the people that made it to the end except Cody aren't going to win America's Favorite Player. They just can't. No. Well, it's usually, like, if you're in the final two, you definitely won't be the America's Favorite Player. But I think if you're third place, you could be eligible, right? Enzo's going to win America's Favorite Player if he gets third place? Not him, but you no. could win it Uncle. from third. So, who out of this group can win America's Favorite Player? I think Tyler's uh, gonna win again. Of this group, who's left in the house? Who's left in the house? Oh, I guess Frenzel. Yes, yeah. but I don't think she's liked. I she. I think she has no. her particular fan base, but I don't, I don't think she's gonna win. No, I think Tyler, but I think Tyler, <laughs> Tyler's not gonna win because the casuals. Um, I think some of them will get turned off with um, his um, his statements, especially about BLM. Um. The folks that believe him that he was he was going to support them might be turned off, and the people that don't believe him that he uses a game move to kind of like quit the game is not going to vote for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Devon's not going to win. Bailey's not going to win. Kevin and David aren't going to win. I don't think th- Tyler's going to win. I don't think so. I think it's going to be Janelle, and people are going to be pissed. I don't think Tyler can win. I think Tyler's got too much controversy surrounding him uh, on a whole bunch of levels. I don't I don't, I don't, don't see how he can pull enough uh, votes out. Um, I think he'll be – he's a contender, but I don't – but I, he's, he's in the top eight. Janelle went out too early to have any anyone dislike her for anything she did. They won't remember her. She what? We, oh, she they remember like Janelle. Week, she left in like week three, and this is like uh, I don't even. It's I don't. It's so long ago. I hope David wins. That would be awesome. <laughs> it, be, it will not be David. <laughs> that would be so be awesome. It will. Not is be. does vote for the worst still exist? Let's see some Sanjaya, Sanjaya action. I think it's all about likability, right? So, but Mary wants like, Janelle like, to win. Okay. That's I'm right, Mary. Devon's gonna win, guys. Like Devon's probably most likely gonna. Win. I think it's it's Devon is a. I give her the biggest odds right now. Yeah. Um, over, over Janelle. I don't think. I think that right now, Kesar has a better case to win America's favorite player. He was on <laughs> no. the show tonight. <laughs> no way. To introduce this weird form of chess from Big Brother Ten or whatever season he's from, and so uh, I guess no, it's more like seven, right? Six. Um, a lot other. Six and seven. Janelle's the most favorite on the Twitter poll. Okay, but can the, can we trust the Twitter polls to suggest 
if she will win. We can't even trust the polls to tell us who will win the election. <laughs> Very true. Um, but here's the thing. The hardcores are going to vote more often than the cash. Right? And if the, the casuals do vote, who are they going to put their weight behind? All right? And it's not going to be anyone from the top. Maybe Tyler. But I think Tyler rubbed people the wrong way with being wishy-washy. So then you have to go all the way back to Janelle. Maybe, but see, even Danny, even Danny, people didn't I don't like. see Danny getting it. She's too much of a snake, and I think people will see it for it. I think that Cody is just too mean. I think that he's shown if Cody, I think if Cody, Cody doesn't win, he's going to become America's favorite player. Yeah, now I don't know. Like I feel like Kevin's got a better chance at it than mm-hmm. than uh, Cody. It's um a lot of people are like Cody's a lock to win. Cody should win. To win, but not to win. Amer- I think there's a difference. I think there's respecting him as a if player he, and then wanting him to be If he the, does not win, people will be pissed off. Casuals yes, will be pissed but off. But I don't think that that means that they want that that he's there. They want him to win the America's favorite player because I see that more as almost like a it's almost like a con Smythe award, Jeff. In hockey, where why not, Jeff? What do you mean, Jamil knows what Con Smythe? I'm all about the Con Smythe. I, had, I hadn't, I hadn't engaged uh, okay. Jeff in a minute. So, Jeff, your feelings? I don't feel like it's like the Con Smythe at all. It's more like the <laughs> consolation prize for the person who didn't make the end, but everybody liked. Like the silver medal? It's more like a bronze medal. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> It's, it's, it's miscongeniality. Yeah, it's yes. because yeah. a better place, metaphor. The, or... the second place is the runner-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, but those, neither of those people usually get picked for America's Favorite Player. No, I know. That's why it's Mrs. Congeniality. It's the third place. Third place. It's more like the bronze medal. Okay, I, I get you. It's more like you can come too. It's like it's the last player that people respected, which would be Tyler or Janelle. Not Davon, no, because she was too. No, close. people didn't. <laughs> like people love J- people love Davon. <laughs> People's think, like, oh, you play trash, friend. I think Tyler's this whole BLM controversy with Tyler. I think is going to sort of pull him out of the contention of winning. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying, yo. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, no one in this cast, is, especially this final four, is particularly rootable or likable. It's kind of tough, you know. And so, I want more jury segments. I want live feeds from the jury house just to see what's going on there. Uh, Do you think? Wait. Hold the care. presses. What's going Hold. on at the jury house? <laughs> Do you think this whole like Christmas is alone thing is to get her America's favorite player? America's most sympathetic player is that? What yeah. Look, she's fun and she knows dance moves like a proud Mary. And she walks in people in the bathroom and she's so goofy. Remember, she had the baby pillows. Yes. I mean, that's an angle, right? Um, yeah, they're trying hard. I don't know what they're going for. Okay, and this whole okay, let's talk a little more about Cody because Cody and his whole hook nose that I will never be able to not look at now. I'm always now that he's told me this bothers him. Uh, I can't help but stare. Here, here he's on our video uh, on Facebook and YouTube if you're watching the live stream. And yeah, he's like, "What are you insecure about?" And and uh, was Jamil was um, Enzo wrong to laugh at Cody? And is Cody wrong or right, righteous maybe to uh, get a thing? So okay, there's two answers. There's the friend answer and the real answer. Okay. Friend answer, you don't laugh. You're like, oh, no. Um, well, you're still beautiful regardless of what you think. I think your nose is great. Right? That's a friend answer, right? You mm-hmm. understand what how they're feeling because, you know, people feel insecure about certain things about them. Right? But it's not your job to minimize how they feel. You get, you're like, but you're beautiful. Right? You're, you're beautiful. Real answer, Cody's a fool, right? <laughs> Straight up, there's nothing wrong with his nose, right? Right? Um, that's all in his head. And, but like, you know, the body image is so crazy, though. It's so crazy, yo, right? I'm, I'm disappointed. Here's, here's my problem, Dave. I'm disappointed I didn't hear what Nicole and Cody and Christmas said about what their, their failings is because I could imagine Nicole was like, 
I'm just too adorable, right? Or mm-hmm. I love too much. <laughs> or um, what would Enzo's be? I'm too stylish, yo. These hats, it's nothing I could do. Any hat I put on, it looks great, right? I, like I can't, I can't not wear a hat because people are like, yo, Enzo, where's your hat? Um, what would Christmas be? Uh, Christmas is too loyal. She gets betrayed all the time. She's too loyal. That's her 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 big failing. I don't I don't know. That's why she named her kid loyal. Yeah. Christmas. That, that's not all of Christmas's issues, but yeah, it, they are far reaching. Yeah. With okay, um, Jeff. Uh, okay, thank you. And then Jeff, what did you take of this? Was was Cody um, less likable after this whole sequence? Did he seem like was? Do you think that Enzo was just like joking with him as a you know as boys, if you will? Uh, as Jersey Shore type guys or whatever the heck they are, the root, mm. you know, that, <laughs> the uh, root, <laughs> you know, was uh, was Enzo in the wrong here? Was it? Um, I I guess, but like I don't know, couldn't get over it. If the, you know, like I'm sure it's one of those things that like it might have bothered him in like that day, but I'm sure he probably doesn't care today. You know, type of thing. Um, like Cody has everything he ever wants, basically. It's kind of how I feel about it because like this guy, this is the guy who just like constantly is like, I, it's so hard. Like if if so and so wins, then I, it's gonna be a little harder for me to win this Big Brother game at this point. You know that, that that's like what the I have to hear constantly in these hour shows. He, he's uh, LeBron James complaining about missing an, an NBA Finals. It's like I've only been to ten, man, and I missed last year's. It's so hard yeah. getting back. I was like, bro, you're home. always there. You're always there. He's like, every year I have to win and then get to the playoffs. <laughs> and then I have to win all these rounds. And then I get to get, get the, the trophy. All these stacks of money, it's hard. I get paper cuts all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just spoiled, man. He's like, oh, and he's like this model, beautiful guy that everyone in the house is just like obsessed with. Right? And like Christmas, just to just to get like her little dance out in front of him that's like her that's the highlight of her day you know it's, uh, it's they, they probably did not have to edit that too much no i don't think they did or he's like i gotta answer this question oh this can one? you show me the dance and he's like you can tell he's lucky he's wearing the sunglasses well, yeah, at least I, I guess he played along as best he could. But um, is Janelle, if Janelle wins America's Favorite Player, do you think that Nicole will feel like it's a punch to her face? I hope so. Yes, I do. I do think so. Fellas? Janelle should book um, a party um, for her America's Favorite Player win, double booked against um, Nicole's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what? Oh! What did you guys make of Cody's dislike for bananas tonight? <laughs> that is bananas. B A. Do you think bananas are gross? Where do you stand on this? So, that's a very good question, Jeff. Very good question. Now, bananas can have a weird consistency, mm-hmm. especially ones that um, you know, starting to turn a little bit, but you can still cook it. You can put it in oatmeal, right? Mm. It'll be yeah. fine, right? Banana bread. Them throwing wantingly, throwing perfectly good, well, not perfectly, but good banana on the ground is disgraceful during this pandemic where people are starving. Starving. Cody just lost America's favorite um, player right there. Because all the homeless and starveless, starving people, they were going to go to an internet cafe and they were going to vote for Cody. No longer. <laughs> no longer. No, Cody won't get him a, a America's favorite player as well Look, as winning. He wants both. I like bananas. Bananas are fine. In moderation. In moderation. Okay. Jeff, I thought that this banana sequence is them acknowledging some of Cody's to maybe trying to get in front of them that he's just like the spoiled kid who doesn't complains about things you know he's got especially in this game he's had it so easy how how do you complain about bananas 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 like like i can see how you could think they're gross when they're like overripe the smell 
sort of. But then that's when you like, like Jamil said, then you utilize them. You add a little flour, sugar, throw them in a cake pan. You know, Bob's your yeah. uncle. You know, he does I'm not, not a big banana guy. If a banana is too soft, I'm not a big banana guy. Like it's, uh, I, it has to be a certain firmness. It has to be preferably even in your green. yogurt. Even in your yogurt, especially in my yogurt. Really, you need a hard banana in your yogurt? Oh, you want a little bit of crunch to your banana if it's in the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, You're going to get no. a crunchy banana in your yogurt one day. Oh, yeah. um, well, like, not too crunchy. It's just like somewhere between like, the green yellow phase, but definitely no, no brown yet. It's like it's not it's not the ripened. There was banana. little spots there. It was still good. No, I mean, let it follow the floor. Spots like it gets, uh, no, it's, it's it's. I would bake it, but Cody and bake. Cody's no baker. Cody's yeah, no in baker. baking. The banana is a great is a versatile thing. So I will give it credit. The only I type of baking it. Cody does is, but he doesn't do it often because he's an athlete and he has to keep his body pure for his sport. For his sport and his image, he's a coach now. So solid. It was a dig at his brother's rival on the challenge, Johnny Bananas. <laughs> is that is that credible? Is that is that claim credible from Daryl? Uh, is that why he said he didn't like bananas? Oh, he doesn't like Johnny Bananas. We weren't aware of this 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 connection, this inside joke. He's Paulie's got beef, man. Wait, isn't Johnny Bananas Johnny Drama from Entourage? That was his animated character. Perhaps. I think so. Yes. Only we had an expert on the challenge here. Where's Josh Foster when you, when you need up there? But, uh, yeah. Someone fact check. Fact check, please. Johnny Bananas. Well, I think that Johnny Bananas, there could be something to this. And I think that, because uh, I think that Cody got rid of, uh, was only playing like you liked Dave on. And I think he was always wanting to get revenge on Dave on for how she made Polly look in that season. So. Especially in, the, in that some of those jury sequences, Johnny Devananzio, Devananzio. Daryl says he's the expert on the challenge. Okay, well, you know, uh, we should. I don't know. Yeah, again, Josh Foster won't fight you for the right of the title of the expert. So, I've never watched an episode of the challenge. Yeah, Josh talks about it all the time. Uh, I mean, yeah, but Johnny Bananas was from the real world, Key West. And he was the winner of the island, the ruins, rivals. Anyway, don't mess with Johnny Bananas. Okay. Words to live by. There you go. Okay, what else? Um, in, well, we talked about Cody quite a bit. We talked about Christmas. We talked about Enzo, I guess. Um, and, and we talked, Nicole is all that's left. And Nicole. While you're thinking of a Nicole question, how did you, Jeff, how did you feel about the the actual HOH itself? Do you think that Enzo was right to go into business for himself? Um, yeah. <laughs> because if he didn't win the HOH, he could have went home with the Final Four here. Because also Nicole might have voted with Christmas or might have teamed up with Christmas to get Enzo out. Humble brag, Daryl. Humble brag, okay? There are no hum- there's no humble, Daryl. Jeez. But it looks like this, uh, Jamil, you have Enzo. I have Cody and Nicole. Right now, it looks like Christmas will be the one who's going home as far as, like, she's the target. She's if going that's home. The case, if that's the case, it'll be, all- I will have two players and you have one player in the final three. Who would have thought? Two three and bad. Who would have thought that my player? I would have had a player that made it to the end. Halfway through the season, I didn't like see that coming. Weeks. <laughs> I've been out for so long, I can barely remember what's in here. I've never lost a player. Yeah, Jeff's been alive for the whole thing. Though he picked people he didn't like. That was the good strategy. Draft people you don't like, they will go far. Um. Yeah, okay, Nicole question. What is there to say? Like her whole stuff with, with Enzo tonight was just weird. Um Je- you know, Daryl thinks that Jessica win this whole thing because he figures it will be Cody or Nicole to win it. 
and who Jeff has, and and it could be. Enzo It'd be weird if I won. It would be weird if I won. It I think would. I think it needs to be Enzo that wins this at this point. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't even understand Nicole's approach to this because Nicole, her aim is to get to the end. If she talked to Christmas, like at this point, if she like put the pressure on Christmas, if Christmas won HOH, um, won um, a veto, to say, get rid of Cody, right? At this point, that's what you would be saying. Don't get rid of me, get rid of Cody. If you're, en- if you're Nicole and Enzo wins, like he won HOH, you'd be like, hey, um, I got to win it so that we can get to the final two together. Right, uh, so let, let's keep that in mind. Let's, that we should, you know, work together. Because I, I've already, I've already won. Right, so I'm, they're not going to make me a two-time winner. So you'd want to take me. Right, don't take Christmas or don't take Cody. That should be your approach. But she's like complaining about H-O, um Enzo winning Hoh. Cody, Cody's still vulnerable. <laughs> So I don't like all that matters is just when as long as it's not you is one thing and two get a chance to win final HOH. If Cody's not playing, you're Nicole, you could probably win final HOH against Enzo and and, and Christmas. It's like so it doesn't matter if Cody's there or not. It doesn't matter. You have a better chance of winning against those two. By taking yourself to the end versus uh, uh, what's it called again? A physical HOH with Christmas and Enzo, which you can probably beat them, right? And then the trivia part, which you can definitely beat them. So, what's the, what's the, you don't want Cody. Like, you would like Cody because you made that plan ahead of time. But if it doesn't work out, right? You have your you have your other eggs. You distributed your eggs, right? Don't consolidate. It's like trying to get that perfect part of eggs, like in Clerks. Yeah. Jeff, did, did you hear about a plan that Kaser and Janelle are going to wear crowns to the finale to piss them <laughs> people off to agitate people? I like it. I did not hear about it, but I Janelle like should it. wear outfit her bombshell outfit. Um, who would they? Just Cody and then Nicole. I think that we should have a mixed tag team battle with Janelle and Kaser versus Cody and Nicole uh, at some point in the future. Um, Janelle and Kaser would win. <laughs> I know. It would be great. <laughs> By <But> far. <laughs> Nicole would not be. It would be kind of like when Luna Vachon and Doink, or was it, or was it, or was it, or was it Bam Bam? They fought uh, Doink and think no it was maybe it's not like that um (laughs) (laughs) sorry your mixed tags were a little rough there yeah it was a little rough on my mixed tags okay how about when it was jeff hardy and lita versus um let's say um christian a goldust and melina there you go that's a better one okay and cody is is goldust Cody is Goldust and <laughs> Nicole is Malena, right? Marlena. Marlena? Marlena. Cody would make a good gold dust. Gold dust. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um I by the way, that whole competition tonight, the Katie Star competition with the, the night game, the chess, that was the most boring. No one was talking trash. No one was talking trash. I was just like, "What is this? Like, and why, why was Kaser introducing this?" And whatever. they should do a pair season now. Was that now? My understanding is that a pair season, like they did All Stars, I guess Big Brother thirteen, right? That was a like a pair season. A pair um, season, and they split up. So you get Jamar and. um Oh, and Min Lee. And Min Lee together as a pair. Okay. <laughs> but they're like, we're not a pair. And then they just make out like in the bathroom every like 10 minutes. I love it. Let's do it. Let's, let's put it in the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, 
I you know what? I might go back and just watch Big Brother Canada eight just the those eleven episodes just because. Just because. Just because. Just because. Um yeah, the HOH it was over, and then I was like, okay. Enzo, like, here's here's my problem with what Enzo did. Isn't that he he uh, didn't help Cody at all? Was that he won the challenge and he was like acting like he did like this amazing feat? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's how we do. Final three can't stop me, right? I'm one of the few people that made it to the final three for a second time. And like, dude. It's just you guys here. Who are you posturing to? Right? Yeah. Like, who, like, who you, like, you beat out the rest of your teammates. It's like, oh, man, this is great. I won. Yes, I'm excited. Right? No need. To, he was, like, in the house, and he's yelling. Mary's <laughs> suggesting a pair season where you're, if one of you gets voted out, you both go. Oh, yeah. Amazing race it. Amazing race Bam, that? you're both gone. They have way more people in the house. Oh yeah, they've only they, they've done that in like no, they haven't even done that in Survivor, right? Like it's blood versus water. If one gets voted out, they want the other one can't you stay. Could, you could just say blood water. Uh, I can leave out the verses. <laughs> yeah, blood water. Blood v water. I like blood v water. Blood blood v water. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think we've covered everything there was to talk about in this episode. Not that there was a whole hell of a lot in to begin with. What was Enzo uh, listening to in his HOH music? Unclear. <laughs> you said Everclear? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Sure. Like, I don't even understand any of Nicole's um, diary rooms. Okay? Like, I don't Being understand. freaking on. She's always like, well, this person is annoying to me because they're in the way of me winning. So I don't like that. And don't, I, I don't understand. I don't care. Anyway, it's really unfair because I didn't win this competition, and because of that, I'll be ready for the next one. Game freaking. Oh well, yeah. We're going to spoilers here. Okay, let's. What talk kind about of spoilers this. is it? Beto spoilers. Big up, bro- big up, Bromner. Big up, Bromner. <laughs> I love it. I call it big up, Bromner. Okay, so I'm not done saying that yet. Uh, here we go. We got the hot take. We got the live feed report from Daryl Clark. We we never have to not know what's happening. Let's see, we'll give us the competition results. And I just Cody has won the power of veto. Big shocker. Here's another um, hot take. Um, the best t-shirts of the season were with that um, veto competition. Did you see the t-shirts? Look nice. Well, not from the veto competition yet, no. T-shirts look look good. That's good. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, Cody's won. That means that uh, presumably Christmas is gone now. And uh, and we are going into final three. So maybe the rest of this podcast, we can at least talk about these final three and who takes who. Do we believe that there's a there's a world where Cody and Nicole don't take each other to the final two? Is there a chance that Nicole and Enzo sit together in the final two? Is there any chance? How? How does that scenario occur? Enzo gets performance enhancing drugs that improve his mind and body, and he wins um, the final HOH. And Enzo takes Nicole, not Cody? Correct. Because it it, it also. There's no way Nicole would take Enzo? No way. No way. That's why performance enhancing drugs, it improves Enzo's mind so he doesn't take Cody. But would Nicole beat Enzo and not, and lose to Cody? Yeah. So why would she take Cody? Because she's not on the performance enhancing uh, mind medication. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't she backstab Cody right at the end if she could? 
Because I think they have this blood pact or whatever, and they're not going to break it. Like, it's just, I think it's an unbreakable bond for whatever reason. I don't quite get it. He had a co-sign for the loan for her wedding, so um, <laughs> she can't break it at all. Otherwise, he's going to um, he's gonna um, foreclose their house or something. I don't know. Cody knows some mobsters um, that that are running the wedding. They're doing the catering. <laughs> and spin the food. Yeah. The hitman. <laughs> the commission. <laughs> uh, the root. All these groups. So they're all they're all assassins. Murderers. Assassins. Um, Murderers. Who Murderers. Assassins. <laughs> but we're I'm sure. Not okay. Gonna kill you. <laughs> is there a chance? Because we talked about this last week. But is there a, a world where Cody doesn't beat Nicole in the final two? Um, I don't think so. Nicole Not a chance. Muster up enough votes. She's the first. She was the first two-time winner. She could be a female winner for the first time since Casey. Uh, they, we got, um, I don't know. That's not a great story. Her and Victor's wedding. Davon's like, I'm over. I'm not voting for you again. I'm sorry. I would love it if it's Davon who like gives it to Cody in the end. <laughs> oh, oh, like who, Would you I want it to be Enzo in that final two? Do you want Enzo? Ends on the final two. Is the lulls? Final? If it's against Nicole, yeah. If it's Enzo against Cody, no. Cody, Cody final two would be it would be interesting. Could Enzo? <laughs> and, wait, Cody doing um, pleading his case to a jury. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yo. That's what I'm saying. I was in on every vote, yo. He was, you know, and 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 why why is. Cody a, a more worthy winner than Enzo? Um, because he controlled the game, won a lot of um, different competitions when he needed to and to eliminate people and never once touched a block, especially being a comm threat. Same, Enzo, okay, except for maybe, you can say that Enzo maybe didn't control the game as much as Cody did, but is that realized by the jury? Did they have a awareness of Cody? It will be if Nicole's there in the finals. Mm -hmm. He's like Cody. Cody was in complete, complete control of the game. Maybe, yeah. Like I don't. Nicole no one to go juror. against Cody. Yeah, some kind of juror four person. It depends how popular Cody and Nicole are, and how much they are giving mad props respect to these two, and how much they are bitter against them. We saw that we we've seen like the unlikely uh, person in the pair win a few times in the last few years. We, you know, we saw, um, uh, you know, who, well, sorry, who was it? Uh, Casey kind of beat Tyler. That was kind of, maybe, you know, a lot of people thought Tyler deserved to win that. Paul lost to Josh. Paul lost to Nicole. Um, there, there's, there's different scenarios. I didn't think Cody made as many promises as Tyler did for Tyler to lose. What about Paul? Paul, people hated Paul, and he had poor jury management. I don't think that Cody has that issue. Yeah, if he's if he's willing to sit there and go through Christmas's little dance and her talking <laughs> his ear off about stuff he really doesn't want to talk to her about, then you know that's just how we saw the spell that Cody cast onto Danny. That Danny is kind of she still thinks that they're going to be best friends afterwards. She still doesn't understand that they never had anything. Here's the thing with Christmas. Christmas is going to be mad with Cody when she gets voted out. But when Cody says that he was like loyal to Enzo and Nicole to the end from the very beginning, it's going to pull on her heartstrings and she's going to vote for Cody. Right. So, and not going to feel that way about Enzo who had a chance to put Cody up on the block. She told him the reason why, and he still didn't do it. To her, that would have showed, like, he's being a coward. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just, it's, you know, we have a few more podcasts to go, but it's almost like we know sort of a good, there's only kind of a couple scenarios that can play out here uh, from, from now until next Wednesday. Um, 
I'd say like Cody's got at least a sixty percent chance of winning this game. At least, maybe higher, eighty percent. Yeah, I would say. I would say eighty. Eighty percent. Congratulations, Cody. I think it's even higher than that. It's even higher. It's even higher than that. I don't see any reason why he isn't going to the end. Oh, he's and going. I think he's he's almost certainly in the final two. So if he's in the final two, why would he lose? Like, who's gonna beat him? Enzo. Why? I. Enzo, because I don't know. There's a virus that <laughs> COVID that has affected their minds, and they just decide to vote for Enzo because he convinces them with his his great oration skills, his public speaking skills. He's like, seven moons ago. It's like, where did that voice come from? Oh, you didn't know. Um, after um, I lost to the brigade, I actually went for public speaking um, in Oxford. So um, I'm ready to um, to um, to um, serve my case. Yeah, he's like the president of the Toastmaster Club. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I'm actually a lawyer in Jersey. Yes. New Jersey. New Jersey, Jersey yeah. City. But we but, but, Proper. But, but we cottage in the Hamptons. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, okay. So then, are, but would you prefer Cody wins to Nicole win? I would love Evan wins. That would be lols galore. I don't really care. I don't really care who wins. Um. Yes. As long as Nicole doesn't win. That's my concern. Yeah. I feel like she's going to get second place. It's not first. That's all that matters to me. Well, I'm I'm going for Enzo, but whatever, Cody. When we look back at and how will we remember this season, Jeff? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's the epi- it's the season of skip. Yeah, it's a boring one. It's not very fun. Do you think that the, they, the production thinks they have a good show? No. No? <laughs> they see the ratings. Yeah, they do. Hmm. It well, says it wasn't a good cast. The cast uh, wasn't good. No, it was not a good cast. The social engagement is low. You can see it. Anyone can see it online. We're trying here on this podcast. To no, I'm saying we're hitting out the park. We're awesome. No. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you go on Twitter, and you look at BB22, and all it is is people being negative about how terrible this season is and how unlikable the rest of the cast is. And it was like, well, Cody deserves it from how he was playing. Don't like him, but he deserves it. I guess. You know, like it's not even hate. That's the worst thing. It's such a weird word, but um, when you think about like who deserves to win America's favorite player, I don't think anybody. I couldn't name you one player in this whole season that deserved to deserve. Like, like I have to look up the word "deserve" to understand why anybody deserves anything. Give everyone, give a certain selection of um. Uh, like a state free CBS all access. It's, uh, it's like you fans, you fans are America's favorite players. <laughs> you have earned this reward. So the, the so Cody has earned this. He has earned the win at this point because he was bred for it. He was bred for this. Yeah. And your boy needs his meat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to show. Thank you, Dale. We think so too. These biceps ain't going to feed themselves. I really think they would have had the old Big Brother All-Stars. I don't know if... Yeah, I think that the Big Brother's in this weird place where uh, they... You know, I, like, I've only been watching since 15. So I don't know KSR and other players. I'm sure there's a lot of casuals who don't. And, uh, you know, I guess Cody only played six years ago. And, and he's more remembered. But. but once again, this is what I was talking about with Jeff in last episode, where I'm like, they totally dropped the ball on this season. Right? Totally dropped the bar, um, ball. Because, yes, this is an all-star season. Why isn't this a retrospective of Big Brother in the past? Right? Where you explain to people, you're looking for content like during a pandemic? 
you have free content because you own all the footage. It's not like you have to pay someone else, right? You don't have to, like, you can have any of the old people talk about a specific challenge. You're like, this week we're doing night moves. Night moves was the challenge that KSR cut his teeth and blah, 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 and cut backstab people. And then you can have KSR talking about it. You can make that a CBS exclusive or go have people go to um, YouTube to see that information about how KSR won. You can directly link to it. You're, you're, you are investing in the Big Brother ba- brand and your history. There's no reason for people nowadays to go back and watch old seasons of Big Brother because it's a totally different game that isn't even referenced in modern day. So what's, like, <laughs> why do you have CBS All Access? There's no reason to unless you make it important. You can watch Survivor, and Survivor will talk about this challenge happened this 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 time, and this person did this, and there's stats to it, so people can go back and watch it or, like, care about it. What is that war was basically an advertisement to past seasons because you're seeing all the winners, and you're seeing them interacting, and it's like, ooh, um, like, I bet you there was a, a, a large increase of people who watched um, uh, Tony win his first time just based upon Tony winning that second time. People watching Blood Water because of Natalie, right? Uh, so yeah. was it um, Del Sur, uh, San Juan Del Sur, right? You are investing in your own product, right? So when you when you have a season like this one and you basically do not take any time to revisit history, to have any content talking about said history, like why is Janelle and Kesar so important? They gave no reason to. If you were casual and this is your first season, why were they important? Why was Keisha important? I don't know. Like that's there's no reason. Like they did a horrible job. What's the big deal about these two? They don't seem like impressive. They don't seem like good players. The skill of pro wrestling, this is second pro wrestling reference, mind you, is this is what Paul Heyman was great at was taking people with minimal talent, hiding their flaws, and then emphasizing their strengths. Right, Keisha could have been considered like one of the most likable players, right? And they could have made her look so great, even if she was only there for a week, right? They could have showed her clips from her birthday party, and people would have been like, "Oh man, that looked crazy! I would love to go back and watch that." Right? They might watch the episode. They might get hooked and watch the rest of the season. Right? Why should we care about Memphis outside of Dan? Who is Dan? If this is your third season watching, why would you care about Dan? Who is Dan? He won before that old fart. I don't know who Dan is. I do, but like, I'm just saying a casual. Right. So if you just got into this show in in the last couple of years, like, that's why I said Stanley always approached a comic book saying, this is someone's first comic book, right? And he always gave an introduction, an easy way for people to slip in don't feel stupid, and then are able to run with the story. Right. right? Well, there's a reason they're constantly explaining to us how things work, how how this is the veto ceremony. I have the power to nominate one or veto one. Like, they're always doing that because they want everybody to be like, okay, this is what's happening. I can follow the game. Uh, but do you feel that they're explaining it or they're just saying a blurb? Because I don't feel like people understand exactly how the backdoor works properly. Right, because no one backdoors, <laughs> no one does anymore. Yeah, I don't think they. Th- I think they. They think what they think people think it means, and what they think the audience accepts it to mean, or what. And I guess that's based on what the players think it is. But yes, there's a lot of uh, terminology that gets kind of lost a little bit in that, and you can only get so much out of. The, you can only get so much out of just watching the show. Like the live feeds are where you will find out who these people really are, what is actually going on and why they're doing what they're doing. And the TV show tries to give you this version. Sometimes it's accurate. Sometimes it's complete, it's complete works of fiction in terms of what's going on. And my large understanding is that this season's a lot of fiction and they're selling us a false bill of goods. Largely. Do you feel that because not that many people watch live feeds, they're able to get away with painting a different narrative or um, 
they like the idea that they're able to have an alternative, like they're able to sh- to do their own show because not that many people watch the the um, live feeds. Yeah, I think like they've taken a page out of Big Brother Canada. Big Brother Canada does not care about the live feeds. Like they have live feeds, but Big Brother Canada is more about their show. That that's their priority. They will. They you don't pay for live feeds in Canada, so there's a there's a different standard in terms of how much the producers, I guess, are allowed to exclude. And it feels like the Americans have gone more in that direction, where they're like. You'll get your feeds, but you get what you get, and it, you know we don't have to show you everything, and it's whatever. Um, and I think that takes away a lot of the fun of it because I think that this whole experiment is seeing how these people deal being watched twenty four seven, even if it's not all millions of people who watch the the broadcasts on, during the week. That you are sort of under the microscope, and so if you if, if the producers are more worried about these these people's public images and and personas and so then this is not a reality show anymore you're making it more and more like professional scripted wrestling or whatever so it's uh mm-hmm. which is not for me yep it's well, yeah, sport of kings big brother is definitely becoming more like that for sure the sport of kings that's well, why sports entertainment smash wrestling right above my heart that Keisha fight was a good one you know that's what I'm saying yo that's what I'm saying (laughs) like give us a like you're not even showing the whole season right you could find one clip of David that makes me want to care about David you know what I mean but they didn't even do that they didn't even do that what about Pops and the dog? <laughs> How many people have done Final Three both seasons, yo? Except you, Christmas, and except you, Nicole, and except you, Cody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That was great. Uh, let's wind up here for tonight, though, because we've, we've talked about this show longer than it deserves, probably. Okay, so uh, we'll sorry. be back. We'll be back right Wednesday, Jeff. everybody, to talk about the veto episode, which we did mention. Cody will win. Uh, and we will see Christmas go on Thursday. Uh, almost uh, with 100% certain. So this week, week 11, as it stands, is almost about to play out exactly how we know it will. Um, so on Wednesday, we'll be here for the veto. I, Jamil, you're going to be away that night. So Jeff and I will tend the fire's. You maybe had a replacement, but it fell through. Like the the agent, uh, I don't know. My replacement will be here. Your replacement won't. Okay, she, he, oh, so you're um, not willing to the, give up the the uh, my client here would like to um, renegotiate her contract uh, and place her in a situation to go toe to toe with Jamil. Well, that's a, that's some heavy duty litigation, guys. I don't know if we can, uh, you know, unravel all that. Right my now. my my people will talk to her people. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, and Thursday, I think we got to divide and conquer again, guys. As I think we have to cover Star Trek Discovery, the second episode of the third season. Uh, Jeff, it's uh, it's looking okay over there on Star Trek Discovery. As we have our other channel, Live Long and Podcast. So on Thursday, we'll uh, Jeff and uh, Jamil will cover the eviction episode of which we certainly will be will be Christmas, and then I will be over on Live Long and Podcast covering Discovery uh, second episode Thursday season with uh, my wife Jane, with Michael Chan and Adam Woodward. So that's going to be exciting. And uh, Jamil, I understand you will join the crew once uh, this Big Brother. Uh, divide and conquer needs to end, but it might take me a while. I think I entered the wormhole a little bit later than you did. Yes, bit. you might be. It might be a different time you entered that wormhole. I Maybe. don't know. Yeah, um, but I'm certainly Jeff, a true believer. Are you a true believer, Jeff? Um, in what? <laughs> no, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. No, what he, he, about. Doesn't he, know. he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know about the 31st century um, or 32nd century. Okay, whatever. So Live Long and Podcast is our other channel. As mentioned, as we've been rambling on about Tuesday nights, we do D Space Nine rewatches. We'll be here tomorrow on D Space Nine talking about the uh, eighth episode, which is called um, Necessary Evil. 
from the second set. So check that out on Wednesday. We'll also be doing an original series rewatch. This week we're doing an episode from the second season of Star Trek, the original series called Obsession, which I don't really know very well. And then uh, Thursday, as I mentioned, we'll be doing um, Discovery. And then on on Sunday this week, a weekend, it's going to be Star Trek Radio Theater. We're going to be doing uh, the original series. Uh, Jeff, what episode are we doing again? Um, oh, we're doing uh, uh, Plato's Stepchildren, which is, uh, well, get ready for this, everybody. So, <laughs> get uh, ready for this, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And then our other channel is called Trivial Debates, where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and more once a month. Usually at the last... Um, we might do a special Halloween episode this year. We, I'm, I'm, think, I'm looking at maybe doing this on Halloween. So uh, if I can get that all scheduled. So check out that um, over there. And all our channels are cross-linked. Cross and uh, we're on Facebook and YouTube and Spotify and Amazon Podcasts. And we're on all kinds of great things. So check that all out. So, uh, so Jamil, Jeff, thank you both. On behalf of uh, all of us here at Super Mario Brothers Podcasting, we will see you, well, some of us will see you on on, uh, Wednesday. All right, take care, and uh, remember to follow the golden rule. Oh, thank you.